This is Laughs and Littles, a conversation about friendship and faith in the midst of motherhood. Life with Littles is better when we do it together. So grab a load of laundry and join us for some laughs. Take, Lord, and receive all my liberty, my memory, my understanding, and my entire will, all I have and call my own. You have given all to me. To you, Lord, I return it. Everything is yours. Do with it what you will. Give me only your love and your grace. That is enough for me. Amen. This is kind of like a how-to Lent for moms with little, little kids, pregnant, nursing. Mm -hmm. And I realized this will be my ninth Lent (laughs) being pregnant Pregnant or or nursing. nursing. And my eight as a Catholic, like nine since we've been married and eight being actually being Catholic. So all my Lents so far as a Catholic have been, I am not under the obligation Do you even fast? <laughs> yeah. So we'll talk about like what we could fast from, different stages of life, what you can do with your kids, and the whole point of Lent. I have already seen on a local Facebook group a good thread getting started of like, hey, let's talk about Lent. Let's think about Lent. What what are like the resources? And I think that's great. I think it's great. Like, let's, I'm all about like, let's think about this a year in advance. <laughs> With anything. (laughs) What are the resources for you or resources for your kids? Any of that. But then so far, most of the resources were like things to do with kids. Yeah. Which I was like, yeah. (laughs) So another, (laughs) that's another point I want to make is like, I want to talk about you, not your kids. (laughs) Well, that seems to be where most of, yeah, like the focus is. Yeah. All these conversations are like what activities can we do with kids? And we're like, there's a lot of things, but let's just focus on, (laughs) you know, coming to Christ first. Yeah. And like making that the first priority. Yeah. I think if your mindset going into Lent is how can I draw closer to Jesus Mm -hmm. through this Lent? Like what, Mm -hmm. because like, you know, your stuff, Mm -hmm. what do I need to let go of? What do I need to add in that will make space for me to draw closer to him. Mm-hmm. So this past Sunday was the, you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth gospel mm-hmm. reading. And Bishop Barron's homily was like kind of fiery at the end of like, you are the salt of the earth. Like <laughs> salt is meant for something outside of itself. Like it is meant mm-hmm. for a use, a purpose to do things kind of like, what are you doing? Like, like, how are you changing the world around you? And I was like, Ooh, that's a good word. And that's challenging. But that makes my immediate thought was like, I got to do more things outside the house. And it's like, no, Mm. my vocation right now as a stay at home mom, I'm spending most of my time with my kids. Mm -hmm. So I'm like influencing, I'm the biggest influencer on them and to be salt to them. I need to draw close to Jesus. Like my spiritual life is a huge priority because that's how I can like change anything. So that's my word for you via Bishop Barron. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But you, so you had some really great, Mm -hmm. simple, like I'm a mom with littles kind of drowning. Life already feels hard. How do I Lent? You had like some easy, not easy, but simple, Mm -hmm. like yes, ideas. I will share those two things I want to say before that. One, I remember... In my conversion process, I was listening a lot to Mother Angelica on like the Catholic Answers Station uh, arena. And she once said like, do not 
give up sin for Lent. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. And she was like, you should give up sin, sin for your life. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't <laughs> say I'm going to stop this sinful vice during Lent. <laughs> I was like, oh, interesting. <laughs> it was like, okay, what do I give up? Like, let me give up things that are bad. And then it's like, okay, well, if it is truly bad, you need to cut it off yesterday. Yeah, you should already have given that up. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, (laughs) which is kind of a, okay, good place to start with. And that's why like so many of us are just kind of struggling has like a bad connotation to it, but like struggling to live the Christian life well, like this is a hard life. Like this, it is a good struggle. If we're just like coasting and we're just like, I'm cool and Jesus is cool and we're at like such a good place. Like he wants us to like constantly be like coming to him. But then, of course, there is like denying yourself small things is a good practice because in you denying yourself small things, you are inviting Jesus more into it. Like you're taking up your cross for him. So the practice of Lent, like of giving up little sacrifices to remind yourself like I'm in the presence of God. This is a small sacrifice. Your sacrifices are much greater. So I think keeping that in mind. Okay, so a few of the things I have are, because yeah, this is a very short list. I mean, we can all agree the phone is a big one. Saying to yourself like, I'm going to- Okay, wait, wait, wait. Mm -hmm. So the Lenten observances that the church gives us are praying, fasting, and almsgiving. Mm -hmm. People tend to focus in, like you're saying, on fasting of like, Mm -hmm. what, what am I giving up for Lent? That question. So we'll dive in and talk about that first, the fasting. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's such a great point. So saying like, I'm only going to check my phone three times a day, a checkpoint, morning, noon, and night. But like setting aside time, just remembering that it's a tool. It sounds a lot easier than it is. (laughs) No, it sounds hard. (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) Putting like the time limit on the social media. I know a lot of people give up Facebook or Instagram or whatever for Lent. And I think that is stellar. I think that's great. But if you're like, you know, I like me, like I still want to be on by nothing or, you know, I'm happy with where I am. Just putting like a time limit, like with Apple, it's like super easy and free to just set the time limits so that it like cuts you off. You don't have to like get any new special apps. So I do have that on my Facebook and Instagram right now where it's like up for the day. And then it's like, oh, I don't even have to worry about anymore. Like I don't have to think about it. Like those few minutes are gone. It's just off limit. The discipline to not just override the time yeah. limit. <laughs> I think if you want like a really secure one that's like password protected, you probably get another app. But, um, <laughs> and for food, I was just thinking like, because especially when this was kind of proposed to me by a friend of mine and she was proposed thinking about food and fasting with nursing and pregnant, I was like, well, just like don't snack after like 6 p.m. or 7 p.m., 8 p.m., like whenever, you know, if your bedtime is 8 p.m., stop at 6. If your bedtime is at 11, stop at 7, whatever it is, because that can be, you don't need to, probably. If you're like, you just had a baby, you need snacks all the time, like nutritionally, you know, you you have to decide that for yourself. But like generally, like we don't need to be snacking at night. I remember when I did like Whole30 several months after Cecilia was born, I was like, wow, I've really gotten used to just like giving in to eating whenever I want. (laughs) Like, you know, it wasn't Lent. It wasn't like spiritual practice. But then I was like, oh, this is actually really forming my will. 
So that that could be an easy thing. And so you can see like none of these are like, give this up, cut off your arm. These are like little sacrifices because that's how all like lasting virtue happens, like small things over time. That's how it works with health. That's how it works with learning languages, with any like skill or habit. No one's like, I'm just going to study French for 10 hours a day for six weeks. And then you're just like fluent for the rest of your life. Like that's not how it usually works. Like they're always slow, small steps. So, you know, just like thinking what's, what's something small and sustainable that I can just like, oh, I want that. Nope. Just going to like turn to the Lord. I was thinking about what I was going to fast from and with my, I was like, I know I want to do something with my phone. And that's really all I could think of was your challenge three times a day. And I was like, oh, how am I going to do that? <laughs> I was like three times a day for emails and texts, but like, I still want to listen to Bible in a year. <laughs> so I think I'm going to put my phone in grayscale again mm-hmm. too. And then I was realizing I'm still off social media from last Lent. Mm-hmm. And I think I like retrained my brain around yeah. the Instagram app and how cool that is. Mm-hmm. And thinking about those like practices of mindfulness that I brought in with technology and like that has really helped me. So yeah, with the code laughs and littles 10, you can get 10% off your order at choose I was pulling out some stuff, getting ready for Dominic, some of Paul's old baby stuff and the girl's old baby stuff. And I found our little choose life decade for babies. And I was like, Oh yeah, these super cute. So I just totally wanted to remind everyone that they have these beautiful decades for babies that are just like perfect grasping 10, you know, silicone beads. Yeah. Just like the little ring that they can like hold and you can like snap it on to things, a necklace or a shirt or a backpack. Cute. With the code laughs and littles 10, you can get 10% off your order at choose And then, yeah, I was thinking no snacking or like on my, on the particular days of fasting, like Ash Wednesday and good Friday, I I still eat the three meal. I still eat three meals a day. Maybe I eat a little less in those three because I'm like aware that it's a fasting day. Mm-hmm. And I try not to snack and I try to do other little like, like I don't put milk in my tea or something, you know, mm. like other yeah, things that make yeah. that feel like uncomfortable or, you know, not what I would choose. Just like, mm-hmm. okay, drinking this bitter tea now. <laughs> uh, but then I just have peace about like, I do need to eat lunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it's good. Like just the little subtle reminders. And, you know, talking about fasting in the New Testament, they say like, you know, don't, you shouldn't look like you're fasting. You know, you, should, you shouldn't have ashes on your face, right? Like how does it, what is the verse? Like you shouldn't downcast, downcast. or something because we do have ashes yeah, on Yeah, no, face. I know that. As soon as I said it, I was like, <laughs> yeah. that's not what I mean. <laughs> But then, mm-hmm. so for then for prayer, prayer, mm-hmm. I think is where we kind of, if we've cut some things out, we might have like the time, the mental space, the emotional space to like add things in and those good things like prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think just pick a prayer, you know, pick a, either a specific time where you're going to have silent meditation with the Lord every day or pick a prayer, like the morning offering, just like committing to pray the morning offering every single morning committing to praying the act of spiritual communion in the morning or in the middle of the day or saying like, this is a good one. I think this is a really good goal to say, I'm going to go to daily mass 
with my kids or without my kids at least once a week. So if it's without your kids, that's usually like an early Saturday morning. And this Saturday morning, I did not want to go to morning mass. I was like, just feeling like my family needed me more at home. It had just kind of been a busy morning. And I was like, no, I need to go. It'd be so good. And it was so good and everyone was fine and it was not a burden on the family at all. And I was like, this is an investment in my soul. I need to make sure that I am focusing on my relationship with the Lord. So even though that is like an established habit for me, it's still hard. It's still something you have to like think about and like get out into the cold car. (laughs) I think the other thing to remember with making these like sacrifices is that whatever sacrifice you choose, whatever it may be, should not make you grumpy in your vocation. So if you're choosing something like, I'm not going to watch movies. Okay, so this is a great idea. This is a good one. I get it. But let's say your your husband wants, I mean, if you're both like, hey, let's both give up movies. Let's have 100 date nights. Great, cool. But if if he's not giving up movies for, for Lent and it's like Friday night and he's like, I would love to watch a movie with you. Let's do a little date night. Saying... No, <laughs> I'm giving up movies <laughs> for Lent. It's it puts everyone kind of in a in a tricky position. Like your sacrifice should make you easier to live with. It shouldn't make you, you know, grumpier or more tired. Like even if you're giving up something that's making you more tired, like let's say you're giving up snoozing and you're gonna like wake up early, you then have to like choose to be cheerful in your in your life and in your vocation like your sacrifices for the lord should make you like more of a light to your family and to your husband it shouldn't be that you're like making your life so hard that then like when he comes home then like you're grumpier than normal (laughs) because it's lent Lent. (laughs) (sighs) for alms we've usually tried to find just like the lord has always like kind of presented some kind of opportunity where we can just yeah be a little bit more generous and like, I was feeling oh, that we're too. just going to like give, you know, an extra donation to this specific thing. And I, I try to keep a little bit more cash on hand and give out if there's like, you know, someone who's needing some cash. But yeah, what do you do for alms? Yeah, that too. Like when we're asked yeah. during Lent, we make yeah. a point to give. And then I think maybe in addition, maybe we give like additional gifts to the charities mm-hmm. that we support. I didn't like double check that with Chris, but I feel like that's yeah my memory. Yeah. Um, going back to prayer, I feel like, yeah, if you're in like an adoration, adoration could be a really cool mm. thing to try mm-hmm. to get to also during just like, a, you know, it's the silence, the prayer. It's not in my life right now. And I, I'm like already thinking about next fall and I'm like, <laughs> could I get back in my adoration swap next fall? Because <laughs> I'm kind of missing that. But I think my my goal will be the once a week daily mass Mm -hmm. also. And then my book club is reading Therese by Dorothy Mm. Day. So kind of some spiritual reading. It's like a, yeah, it's a biography of Therese of Mm Lisieux, but you learn a lot about Dorothy Day Mm -hmm. from what she chooses to, you know, focus on. So it's kind of this cool combo of very different modern saints. Mm -hmm. And then I just found Chris was giving away this some books. And one of them was like a apostolic exhortation by 
JP2 that I haven't read. And I was mm-hmm. like, maybe I should read this. Like, um, so yeah, like adding in some kind of spiritual reading, perhaps. Your sexuality is good, holy, and beautiful. If that doesn't feel true, you're in the right place. We believe Jesus knows your sexual brokenness and is inviting you to wholeness. We hope to bring you that invitation every week as we explore topics from friendship to fantasy, loneliness to lust, and more. We are dedicated to helping you connect your struggle to your story and your story to God, because every bit of you is sacred by design. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the child just popped up in Sarah's <laughs> not fully clothed. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a good book. I just think all the resources that are out there are great. And, you know, companies, their job is to try and get you to buy stuff. Like that's that's what, what companies do. And they have missions they believe in. And, you know, we really love Choose Life. And we always, you know, want to support their mission of praying the rosary and but like your kids are probably not going to remember whatever like worksheet or booklet or, you know, that you're doing them. Even it's probably great if you can stick, if you can like accomplish the basics first of the prayer life and having like a genuinely cheerful Christian home, cheerful in the, in the true sense of like peace and joy you know, yeah, like living out your vocation fully and just being mindful, making space for for Christ. And then if you're like, I have extra energy for the Lord to do all these other things with my two-year-old, like go for it. <laughs> like, especially for younger kids. Like as kids get older, you know, yeah, like, but but then as kids get older, it's not so much of like, oh, I have to find all these other resources for them. It's like, let me bring them into what I'm doing more. Yeah bringing an older child with you to mass or bringing an older child with you to adoration, reading a little bit of your spiritual reading with them, you know, taking them on a rosary walk. Stations of the cross. Oh, that's what we did last year. We put up the like just little stations of the cross pictures and making a point to do that on Fridays during Lent. That's a great idea. And we, we did that once where we just did it once like in the house because someone had asked us this like a year or two ago like how do you do stations of the cross with little kids and we were like in your house don't you don't have you don't have to take them to church during uh because those are usually like 7 p.m 7 p.m <laughs> and like it's just gonna be a long <laughs> a long trick but stations of the cross yeah is great so yeah if you can like Print them up around your house and wow, you guys did every Friday night. That's great. I mean, just like that one thing. That's amazing. I, we probably didn't make it every Friday okay, night. Okay, well, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> and it was like, read the station, sing Jesus Remember Me, move to the next station. Yeah. You know, it was yeah, like so super, super short and just like have a little song refrain. That's yeah. like my go-to. I mean, yeah, like they're not gonna remember the worksheet probably necessarily. And if you love it and you're having a great time, wonderful. But that's like not your spiritual formation, likely. You as the mom, your spiritual formation is generally something deeper and something more geared for adults. <laughs> but I, I love like you brought up like it is prayer, fasting and alms. Like we all do tend to go straight to fasting. Oh, something else someone said last year that I saw on the topic of like 
Meatless Fridays, sharing recipes about that. And I think that it's great to remind us like, yeah, like what could we make for dinner on Friday nights? But I remember someone said like, it can be a really good reminder to remember that the rest of the world often eats very simply. You can have beans and rice for dinner. That's a very normal Mm -hmm. meal. You know, you don't necessarily have to find vegetarian lasagna and find this whole new recipe and make it like all this extra work. Like eating simply can actually be a good way to remember. Because like the point isn't that (laughs) meat is bad, you know, and and just so I thought I thought that was wisdom when I saw someone say that. Yeah. And I would just say along with that, like, don't compare, like, don't let comparison creep in and ruin your Lent. Like, you know, kind of prayerfully discern how do I want to grow, like draw closer to Jesus and then just commit Mm -hmm. to those things and like be at peace with that. And then every Lent, every Lent, everyone will hit a point of feeling like they have failed because Lent is long (laughs) and life happens. And when that happens for me, I'm always encouraged by the disciples falling asleep when Jesus asks them Mm. to stay awake and pray with him. And it's like, yep, yep. (laughs) Falling asleep. (laughs) Like, you know, like I have failed you, Jesus or whatever. Like I haven't, you know, there's always that reminder, that invitation back into like the flip side, the blessing is Lent is long. Like if you feel like you haven't, like your practices haven't been drawing you closer to Jesus. I think for like the last two weeks, last time I was like, I feel like I'm going to give up the milk in my tea now. Mm-hmm. Like I want, now I want to add in some more like of the bitterness and this is hard for me. And I am going to take this on for these last two weeks and that will help me enter into Holy mm-hmm. Week better. You know, it's like, whatever. It wasn't all of Lent. Yeah. Cause it's all just like, yeah. Oh, let me remember that I'm in the presence of God. I mean, he's so happy every time that you return to him after like we have fallen. That is such a joy. I love the line during the mass of like, look not upon our sins, but upon the faith of your church. Like, we're just kind of like, we're here, Lord, please just like, don't don't look at our sins. Just like, look at our collective faith, please. (laughs) We're here for you. Like we're, we're struggling upward. (laughs) So there is one thing with kids that I am looking forward to is reading some books. And I have some like Lent, they're more Easter books now, but Mm -hmm. I bring them out in like the last two weeks of Lent because most of them tell the passion narrative. Mm. So it's like, yeah, here we are. We're getting ready for Holy Week. This is the story of Holy Week. And some of them are really beautiful and really good. And I'm just Mm. like glad to have them. So I could share that list if anyone's interested in those. Because you hear so much more about Christmas books and you don't Mm -hmm. hear as much about Easter books. So I'm trying to get a little collection going for us. Yeah, that's awesome. And making a good confession, right? Like Lent and Advent. I mean, I'm not going to say how often people should go to confession because there's not a number, but like go during Lent and Advent (laughs) and like, yes, this is the time. Yeah. Preparing. (laughs) We're preparing for the feast. Mm -hmm. That's what this liturgical time is. Yeah. When you were talking about those books that made me think of, we did find for free on YouTube. There were like a few ads in the middle, but we were watching with the kids. We were able to skip through very easily a cool movie of Jesus's life. It's well, it's the gospel of John. 
so it's very different from the chosen <laughs> it's like it's it's an, a little bit older it was still very like well highly like production value like everything looked very realistic but it's almost as if someone is literally reading the gospel of john mm-hmm. and they're just like it's like the narrative voice and then when one of the disciples or jesus speaks then he speaks so it's almost it's just like watching the bible like straight up very <laughs> so that was that was good and in an enjoyable way to just yeah like bring that doesn't really have anything to do with lent but bring jesus life well, for the kids i feel like we could do a whole other episode on holy week but that's something we yeah. do every every holy week is watch this claymation video that i love now called the miracle maker hmm. and it's like jesus's ministry and miracles and then passion and resurrection yeah nice how's it going potty training with john it seems like you texted me a few days ago that he like had his first no accident day yeah we just started week six Mm -hmm. the weekend (laughs) this past weekend i hit i was like i john and i need a break from each other because i am (laughs) i am hovering over him and i'm over prompting and he's yeah so we had a good break over the weekend and mm-hmm. it led to him self-initiating, mm-hmm. especially with poop. And I was like so happy. And then we had a good day today. Mm. So we're in this zone of like pants on, pants off, doing outings for sure. But when we're at home, mm-hmm. I'm still trying to figure out the balance of like prompting versus like, I'm going to let you figure this out. Right. Yeah. Because he'll still like, he'll still have pee accidents where I'm like, yeah, I could tell you were holding that for forever and the potty <laughs> chair is right here, but you are choosing to be up on this chair and I'm just like not saying anything. Uh-huh. <laughs> so still kind of that dance is happening, but yeah. But gosh, the will of a, what is he? 21 months. He's still 20 months. Yeah. The yeah. will of a 20 month old is a lot. <laughs> Easier to deal with than the will of a three-year-old. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. Oh, man. So overall, I'm happy. I'm proud of him. Yeah. And there's moments of frustration, but. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Paul has a um, tour of kindergarten coming up this week. Oh, mm-hmm. exciting. So that's exciting. And uh, two things he said to me recently, he was like, he just like came into the kitchen and he was like, I don't know what to do in kindergarten. I was like, oh, yeah, like they will tell you and you'll have a teacher and she'll tell you how to do everything. It's like, how do you know? (laughs) And I was like, oh, that's really sweet. And then uh, on Sunday, he came home and, you know, we talk about baptism a lot. We have holy water in our house. And whenever we bless ourselves at church, I'll I'll often whisper to them, I'll say, you were baptized. Because that's like what we're doing when we're, you know, blessing ourselves with the holy waters, remembering that we're baptized and making that baptismal like commitment again to live in Christ. And so I'll say, you're baptized. And uh, so he, he goes, what color vestments were the priests wearing when they baptized me? Mm. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, good question. <laughs> white, see-through? Oh, no, white. See-through would be cool. What? No. Anyway, um, <laughs> started off deep, got random. <laughs> oh, do you have a laugh of the week? <laughs> The only one I can think of is like funny, but also sad. (laughs) (laughs) Like a lot of motherhood. Chris and Evangeline came home from her basketball game and I was like, how's the game today? Evangeline was like, it was terrible. And I was like, oh, (laughs) what happened? And so we were all kind of like laughing because she said that so funny. Like, yeah, like we lost 52 to zero. (laughs) 
<laughs> and she was like, wow, she was laughing. And so uh-huh. I was laughing and Chris was kind of laughing. And then her laughing turned to crying. To crying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw that happen. I was crying and I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, man. If you're enjoying the show, please give us a rating on iTunes. And we hope you have a great week with lots of laughs with your littles.